Good morning. Good morning. Today is the 16th of August. It's Wednesday, currently 70 degrees here in Stockbridge. Looks like a high of 86. So a little bit cooler today. And it looks like uh, no, no chance of precipitation today. So that's good. And let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being our God and for loving us and adopting us as sons and daughters into your kingdom, into your family, Lord. What a blessing that is, Lord. And Lord, we want to lift up uh, Ram to you. We thank you that it wasn't a blood clot, Lord, but we just ask that you would uh, heal him from uh, this affliction, Lord. And we just ask that... Uh, uh, you would just give the doctors wisdom and guidance and uh, in treating this. And the same with, uh, with Jill's mom, with Kathy, Lord, we lift her up to you. We just ask for your healing hand, Lord, uh, wisdom and understanding for the doctors on what it might be, what, uh, and Lord, just how to treat it. And so we just lift her up to you. We thank you for uh, your healing hand, Lord, for loving us. And we just ask that you. Just draw us close to you, Lord, and be with us now as we get into this lesson. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, more on the promise of freedom in Christ. And we have John chapter 8 and Hebrews chapter 2. <clears throat> but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and placing her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? This they said to test him, that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Jesus answered, Even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from and where I am going. You judge according to the flesh, I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me. They said to him, therefore, Where is your father? Jesus answered, You know neither me... You know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. These words he spoke to the treasury as in the treasury as he taught in the temple. But no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. So he said to them again, I'm going away and you will seek me and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, 
Will he kill himself since he says, where I am going, you cannot come? He said to them, you are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that I would die, that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, who are you? And Jesus said to them, just what have I been telling you from the beginning? I have much to say about you and much to judge, but he who sent me is true, and I declare to the world what I have heard from him. They did not understand what he had been speaking to they did not understand that he had been speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered answered them, Truly I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my words find no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do not, and you do not, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, we are not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God, and here I am here. I came not on my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and you and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, but because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died, and the prophets who died? Who do you make yourself out to be? 
Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself went out of the temple. And we have Hebrews chapter 2. Therefore, we must pay close, closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation. It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to His will. For it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little you made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bring many sons to glory, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he for he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified have all, all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell, tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation I will sing your praise. And again I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children God has given me. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Abraham. Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he was able to help those who are being tempted. More on the promise of freedom in Christ. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? John 8 and Hebrews chapter 2. 
By the promise of God, true spiritual liberation is available in Jesus Christ. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. If this saving work of the Lord is neglected, there is no rescue from the devastating consequence of sin and self. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? As we previously noted, this delivering grace of God is so great that it not only provides a rescue from, but it also supplies a rescue unto. This great salvation, which is experienced by coming to Jesus in humble faith, includes a setting free from innate sin unto imputed righteousness. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him, 2 Corinthians 5.21. This great salvation in Christ includes deliverance from the kingdom of darkness unto the kingdom of light, giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, Colossians 1, 12 and 13. This great salvation also includes liberation from enmity toward God in unto friendship with God. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God, turned from enemies into friends, through the death of his son, Romans 5.10, this great salvation also includes deliverance from alienation regarding God unto union with him. And you who once were alienated have been united together in the likeness of his death and in the likeness of his resurrection, Colossians 1.21 and Romans 6.5. This great salvation also includes liberation from our own weaknesses unto God's mighty power. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distress. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. Lastly, this great salvation includes a rescuing from a self-pronounced life, self-produced life, unto Christ living in, in. Lastly, this great salvation includes a rescuing from a self-produced life unto Christ living in us. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, Galatians 2.20. Lord God, we thank you for providing a rescue from sin, from darkness, from enmity, from alienation and earthly weakness and self. We praise you for providing a rescue unto righteousness and unto light and unto friendship and unto union and unto heavenly strength and unto Christ. What a great salvation is found in Christ Jesus. We do not want to neglect it through doubt or through distraction or through disobedience or anything else. Help us, Lord, to walk by faith, day by day. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Great day.